Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levens. My name is Angus. My name's Levens, and my name's Angus. I had to cover your bit because you, you you're still getting it. Yeah, I, I send I, you the scripts for each episode, and uh, uh, my I, I, my intern's gonna definitely get fired. Uh, we have no guests this week. Instead, we have just so much to talk about, you guys. Just uh, you, listener. You're our guest. It's us. It's like, hey, now we got rid of that extra baggage. Should we let promo their shit on our super popular podcast? <laughs> uh, it's time we pull up a chair and sit next to you and talk at you <laughs> about things that really interest us. So I, I've realized Actually, that we've got one guest. We've got oh yeah. Angus, uh, Angus gave me a, a late birthday present of a packet of Minions Tic Tacs, and they're delicious. Yeah, this one is Bob. They actually have different characters. Yeah, Bob flavor. So this is Bob. Mm, Bob. Uh, I mean, this reminds me a bit of that... Uh, that that movie, slate. The Minions. Oh, it reminds me of The Minions, but remember uh, one of their great Under the Bridges was about... I think it was Alexi's character, uh, our great rival, was trying to... Wonder what a minion ate like, and he went back to this. Remember the, the whole yeah, thing we, was, he wanted he to know like what minions Twinkie tasted like and put like certain foods in. But now it's a we classic, know. classic blank slate movie classic, podcast well, episode. I'm gonna eat it now. It tastes, it tastes exactly like a banana lolly, but without that um dusty, chalky texture. It's got a good crunch. Yeah, I feel like there are there are a few Australians that haven't eaten a minions Tic Tac. I'm not sure why I've taken this long to to, to give myself the gift of them. Yeah, well, well, you gave I gave you me. the gift of yeah. them. Yeah, um, I, I got to say they're pretty good. Yeah, great. Tic doing some crazy stuff these days. I mean, this is not cash for comment. He's <laughs> going straight. Imagine, in. yeah, we're brought to you by Tic Tacs. I would love a Tic Tac throwback. Yeah, Tic Tacs. If you're listening, yeah, I mean you are. But uh, throw us some, throw us some money, and we'll, and we'll, we'll just spread the Tic Tac love. No one's complaining about your new hot barbecue shape. We actually place. said Tic Tac in the last two episodes because we were quoting. Oh yeah, we're uh, quoting Civil Falcon War. in Civil War. Yeah. Um. So I realized the last uh, like five, six episodes, all we've talked comics. about comic book movies. That's mm. all we've talked about. Um, the highs, the lows, the, and the, the soaring highs and the crippling lows. Yeah. But we neglected a very important part of why we started this podcast, and that is video games. We were probably the first podcast to talk about video games. I would, def- I would say easily the first podcast. Um, you know, and we, we Ever. Tom, Tommy Dasilo, our good friend. Who um, inspired him, I like to well, think. No, he, he had to ask our permission before he started his uh, video game podcast. No, you could tell the full story. He asked the Governor General. He went to the Governor General's office, <laughs> sat down and said, look, I'm going to ask the Hey Family Boys, are we allowed to do a Melbourne Video game podcast, even though it's not, they're not a Sydney podcast, it's exclusively video games. And we had a big chat and it worked out well. Look, the people voted and yeah, I'm glad you got the podcast up yeah, and running. It's a wonderful and podcast. I listened to every episode of Tommy Dassel and the Gamer Guys. <laughs> and that's why I've got the t-shirt on. 
It's called Filthy Casuals. I'm, I think I'm going to be on the, the the second next episode. Yeah, you're going to be on. Maybe you could sequentially listen. Yeah. Is, so, that, is that canon for, for Hey Fam and you? Yeah, the Hey Fam right, canon good. lives on. Good. Um, so... So much has happened in video games, Angus. Isn't people that a great, great introduction? People have been asking us, guys, what's, what's your thoughts on all this video game yeah. news? Yeah, um, you've been commenting on our posts. You've been hitting at us. Saying, stop fucking our... talking about Spider-Man, you Yeah, dicks. basically. You, someone actually said that and said, when are you going to talk about the NX? That's the first thing. Um, so, but... yeah, while DC has like, you know, really, really let us have it this year and, and just you know, destroyed our, our dreams and, yeah. and, and crushed our heart, there's been another company perhaps one that's even dearer to our hearts I'd say so. than DC yep. that has been kicking us in the dick even harder this year. Dick kicks. That's what DC stands for. So uh, we're, we're, we're going to give a little Nintendo update and what Nintendo <sighs> means to us uh, this year and, and, and next year and the future. And if there is even, if even is a future for, for Nintendo. Yeah. With us. Look, anyone that listens to this podcast knows Levens and I are a particular type of gamer. Uh, Look, we love the mainstream games. We also love the kooky little games. We love everything in between. But above all, uh, I think we're both born and bred as gamers on Nintendo. Nintendo boys. Yeah, and you know, you don't. We don't need to tell you why. Everyone, Nintendo is always stuck out like a sore thumb, and that's been its usually been its great point of difference. Um, obviously, it hasn't worked every time. Virtual Boy comes to mind. Uh, the Wii U comes to mind, which GameCube is something we'll be chatting well, about. Yeah. GameCube. And look, there's been some big, big, big hits. Super Nintendo, I still think, is probably the best console ever. I think, yeah, one of me. the most. Yeah, and and, and I know it pr- has, probably has, nostalgia too. I was the right age. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Like, like you know, we're, we're two very nostalgic dudes. Yeah. And, and like nothing... someone else's best console would be a PS2. And that's totally fine as well, because they would have been the ripe age of, uh, you know, 8 to 12 when that was out. Yeah, and no, and no, no, no company knows how to tug at the nostalgia strings like Nintendo. Well... Yeah, I don't and think they do that. <laughs> I mean, well, that's that's all they kind of rely on now. Like, hey, remember when we were good? Well, we're going to be kind of good for like, yeah. 10 seconds in this But game. doing a new Donkey Kong game, but it's not made by Rare, but it's still kind of good, but you'll never talk about It's not going to make any end-of-year lists. Like, that's kind of what Nintendo yeah, so fandom is like. And, and Shit, where do we start? I mean, last update we gave was Tomo, and we were so on... Not even on the fence. We were fucking next door to it. We were, yeah, I was like, we were like, what a shit fence. We don't want to be on that fence. We're not going to play that at all. That looks stupid. Or we didn't even know it was a game. Came out and it t- turned out to be all that, that, that weird point of difference thing that we were just talking about. It ended up being that for your iPhone and Android. But it worked. It was a good... I thought it was good. Yeah, but that said, now I'm, it's like this annoying thing that I just feel like I have to do so I get points yeah. to potentially get prices that I bought, don't really want. I've actually bought... Coins on it because oh, I've got not so many bothered. fucking coins. I wish I could just give you some coins. Yeah, I bought some because one day I was trying to get the samurai outfit. Right. And yeah, Mitomo is this weird social media game for those who haven't played it. Um, it's I, I, just Japanese politeness and weird questions put into an app. Like the Japanese is so like I love Japan. Like this isn't going to be a a yellow face episode by any means. We're not just make, but Japan's <laughs> really weird. Are you sure? Uh, you, you told me we're doing, we're finally going to do that yellow face. Oh, no, I just wanted you to uh, <laughs> show up in yellow face so I can photograph it. And, uh, you know, it's called leverage. It's called leverage. Uh, but they've always so big on information. Like, you know, on like ID, like when you go on a dating site or something there, for example, blood type, something like they have this weird kind of, almost astrological obsession with blood types. And if you're a blood type A, it means you're this type of person. So it kind of reminds me of that because you get asked to these kind of weird questions that kind of sound like they've been run through a translator sometimes or sound like the intentions are right, but it comes off a bit kind of 
maliciousness. I don't know. It's just it's funny, and that's what I like about it. It's kind of slightly off. It's extremely Japanese. Yeah, and, and that when when Nintendo is very very Japanese, sometimes that is it's like the, the really really fun point of difference that only Nintendo can offer. Yeah, like to, just, what was the game on 3ds? The one where it used your me and it was kind of Tomodachi Life. This sounds like what they wanted Tomodachi Life to be. I, I, in this, a sense. And playing Mitomo makes me actually want to go and get Tomodachi Life. Yeah. Apparently, it was like a lot more than what Mitomo does, and but it's quite like fun and weird. The beauty of Mitomo is everyone can play it. Whereas well, that said, no finding one someone does. who owns Tomodachi Life would be, you know, you'd find more people playing Mitomo, and there's no one playing Mitomo. Well, you can't even play it. Shout out to my my friends. I don't know, like Morris, Alexi from Blank Slate, yeah, Spod, Spod, Conrad. They're like the only people I know that that that, that really interact with anyone on uh, yeah Mitomo and me and you. Big ol' Angus. Um, but, so, I mean, that's just one facet of what Nintendo is doing now. They're, so the last they're, thing they're entering giving, the yeah. mobile game market um, and finally putting out some apps. They've got some <laughs> actual games coming out. At some point, they announced that Animal Crossing and Fire Emblem. They're coming... Two um, franchises that are going to be Our spring, I think. They're autumn. They're fall. So, we're, we're, yeah, we're getting Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing. Look, I've never played a Fire Emblem game. I know I have it's it. they're, they're amazing. They're so, so great. I'm terrible at them. And so it's just one of those so games, like like, me- like Metal Gear. I thought it was Capcom for a while or something. No, nah, it's it's yeah, it's one of like it was a very very big in Japan. Yeah, um, like the, the first few games. Is it one from of the Fire second Emblem party? Only came out in Japan. Sure, is it one of the second party Nintendo like re- developers? Uh, you know, they're they're owned by Nintendo in any case. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know they're big because they make up like a huge chunk of the the characters from Smash Brothers. I don't use. Because I don't know who because I have no affinity towards it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the, but I know how impo- I know that it's big and it's uh, intelligent systems. There you go. So it is like one of their second party, you know, big big like allies who've been making it, and it's been going for years now. I mean, what did it start out on like Game Boy Advance? I think maybe. Uh, no, there was one. There was one on. I think there was one on NES, man. Like it, go, it goes. It goes far. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. It goes all the way back to. But but the, the, those weren't released in for Western audiences. Yeah, sure. Um, in fact, we, the, the first Fire Emblem game I played was a redo of the NES game that came out on the DS. Oh it's right, really really great. They Updated, do. Like, yeah, it's like turn based um, yeah. strategy games, and there's permadeath. So like you can get really attached to a character, even the lead character like Marth in this oh, game, and they'll die. And 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 if they if they get struck enough times, they die, and you can't use that character anymore that's pretty cool yeah there's no like very, revive very... um i think at the moment or very soon there are like two coming out for 3ds uh there's yeah probably like some big fire emblem fans right now going what the fuck, fuck you? are you idiots yeah, yeah. talking well, about look it's it's it ain't our game look it's, it's not our game it's, we'll it's, be it's beloved and um and the fire emblem is actually like one of the most popular games of, i reckon like the you know top 10 most selling games two of them on the 3ds two of them are fire emblem games that's insane um, yeah, and people that do play it and get actually p- spend the time getting good at it get, uh, love it like anything. Now you else. probably don't know the answer to this, but can you play them in any like you can pick up any title and play it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It doesn't matter. They're, they're sure. entirely new stories every time. Okay, you, you same play characters though, like you said. Uh, for, not really. No. Okay. Yeah. So um, Martha's just like a classic like cloud from Final Fantasy VII. That kind of thing. Yeah. yeah like, okay. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's completely different characters every time. Yelidus certainly, certainly is with the newest. Yelidus online. Well, I mean that's coming out uh, on iOS, Android, but so is a game that you and I are pretty familiar with, uh, Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing, which is like. The perfect game yep. for an iOS yep. device. When I send that to you, it was just the thing I wrote in all caps was like, no brainer. Like, yeah. that's what it needs to be. And, all, and it, like, Mitomo is almost like a certain part of Animal Crossing yeah. kind of picked out of Animal Crossing anyway. And look, there's shitloads of clones of it on the App Store as is, but yeah. it's just, they're it's, a clone of Animal Crossing. So Animal Crossing is one of those things where, you know, people argue it's not really a game. Basically, you are a, uh, a human that moves into a town made up of only animals. Just animals. And they, you know... Tom is, Nook's, uh, you know, his capitalism at its... Yeah, you've got to buy a house in a from raccoon. this cute little... Uh, 
like fox and uh and you have to kind of you know live in this town and sell fruit trade fruit yeah and then the la- the last game you you became mayor of the town you have to like look after rubbish management and build monuments yep. and all that kind Is that of thing. Is that new leaf? Yeah, yep. and that was amazing. I like got 3DS. that one. That was on 3DS. I, I, I put a lot of hours into that. But then again, like you know, there are people that still play it every single day. At some at one, some point, you're just like, I, I just need to stop playing. Yeah, this. You're, you're like, I don't need this anymore. But I feel like if it was actually, it's kind of sad when you go back, isn't it? Have you ever done? Oh, that? they make you feel terrible. They're like, holy shit, we haven't seen you in 400 days. Yeah, and, and there are cockroaches town, everywhere, and people um, leave, weeds. and yeah. you get like sad letters and stuff. Like it's it's like one of those weird creepy pastas where like a kid dies in it and, and there's a save file of it. Oh, on. dude, there's actually like hundreds of stories of like... Oh, yeah, I love that. Dead dead parents leaving messages for oh, that's right. Animal Crossing. Yeah, 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 that's right. Oh, fuck. I just remember that. That was actually really sad, but also... Like kind of like, heartwarming. Yeah. Is it real though? Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean like... So obviously like we're going to see a lot of Nintendo-based apps uh, coming to our phones soon. Which but is that's something not... that we would have like just gone, not never happening a few but years I, ago. That makes sense for them, you know. Oh, they have to do it. Everyone else is doing it. So Look, they, they've they got their to... new prayers, uh, you know. Yeah. New prayers is in. I say there's going to be a lot, bit of a shake. I mean, I'm not sure if these are... I'm sure Iwata would have... Uh, we can speculate. Like, ...pushed them towards apps as well. But, so like the main, the main whole reason... We, oh, and sorry, and then earlier. we've also got Pokemon coming eventually. Yeah, sure. Which is the, they're doing with Game Pokemon Freak, Company yeah. and, yeah, and Game Freak. Um, which that, that one comes out quite soon I think we, so we've got to learn this sorry that's what I was googling then Tatsumi Kimishima Kimishima is the new president so Kimishima Kimishima was the uh, interim president but I believe he's staying on now yep so I'm not too sure it seems like uh, some may have, there's been more major announcements in post Iwata's death than there was in the years between Wii U to Iwata's death I think that affecting Nintendo for you know, big impactful announcements. Well, I mean, I feel like the the investors are demanding these announcements to be made yeah. because Wii U is essentially a failure. Yeah. 3DS is towards the end of its lifespan. Which is kind of Everyone sad. Everyone knows I mean, that the NX is, is on the horizon. And, and Would you say the 3DS is the end of the lifespan? Well, they're not like... So this is, you know, what what we're going to get get at is that, you know, Nintendo is known for their consoles yeah. and their stubbornness to only create games for their own consoles. Mm. And the reason that it's a big deal that they're making apps is that, you know, obviously they don't own an iOS device. Yep. So they're making it for a different device. That's a massive step for them. Um, but they've been neglecting the Wii U mm. in that you only get, you know, a handful of games Throughout, was it each, out? throughout each quarter. 2011? Um, yeah. We, we, so, Angus and I both bought it uh, day one when it came out. Uh, either 2011 or 12. I think 2011. Yeah, yeah it was 2011. Maybe, yeah. Um, actually, no, I think I'm wrong. No, that's 2012. Wrong. 2012, yeah, yeah. 2012, um, so four years and I've got 10 games. <laughs> I'm just counting down. 10 games, all first party games. I think, I've got, I think I've got a few more than that. And there's certainly games that I've bought just because I like the idea of supporting Nintendo and then haven't played that I, that I know are quite good that I that I can go back to. But the fact remains like we, we were, we, we did a predictions episode at the beginning of the year and I predicted that uh, Nintendo was going to disappoint us more than ever this year, yeah. but we will still be faithful to them yeah. even in spite of this. And I'm not sure if we spoke about when, whether we thought Zelda would come out this year or not. Yeah, I was actually going to go back and listen, but then I was too lazy and I don't know, but you and I have definitely spoken about, I think it was on the show and we were speaking about how it's kind of shitty that, this Nintendo console, if for like the last two years, everyone was going, no, nope, New Zelda's getting delayed and getting pushed to NX, which they announced, what, two years ago? Yeah. Which is kind of the, the, weird the, that they, they announced, announced a Zelda game three years ago. They announced a Zelda game three years ago, said it would be coming to Wii U, 
But even weirder for Nintendo, like they announced that the NX is happening almost as if to get invest. Like they made a public announcement in a newspaper. Yeah. Saying we're working on the next console. And this was like three years into the, yeah. Yeah, into the Wii U's lifespan. And that was kind of alarm bells already. And when Zelda kept being a no-show at every every Nintendo Direct and especially E3, I think everyone was, you know, clamoring, oh, it's going to go to NX. And we kind of said, well, that'd be kind of shitty because it means yeah, the I, Wii U would never get an original Zelda on it. Like, at least the Wii got Skyward Sword. You know, at least GameCube got uh, Wind Waker. Wind Waker yeah. Despite the HD remakes, despite... Uh, tw- I mean, and I was, the, the kind of fear was, shit, is it going to be... What's worse? Is it going to be just skipping the Wii U and going straight to NX? Or is it going to be that weird Twilight Princess thing where one console's kind of ignored, but they're sticking it on there as a swan song while it's another game console's launch Which title? Which seems exactly that's exactly what they're doing. And no that's matter. exactly yeah. what they're doing now. Yeah. And the announcement was made, I, I, I think, just two weeks ago. We're kind of late on it because we've had a lot of comic book stuff to discuss. But uh, Far more important. Um, you know what? The news came out when we saw Civil War. Yeah, that's right. And we're talking we're like, shit, we can't believe it. Because we, 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 we weren't meant to be on our phones. We, we were meant to surrender our phones because we went to the Civil War premiere. Yeah. And then I pulled my phone out and I was like, oh my God. And, and it was like, like, Nintendo announced that the NX isn't coming out. It's, that Zelda isn't coming out until next year and it'll be on the NX. Yeah, so that's why it's been delayed. So if you listen to this going, you idiots, you're so late. Uh, there was good reason. We had to wax lyrical. There was about- a Civil War, you guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Peter Parker, come on. But yeah, it looks like we're getting that. And I don't... That's just exactly the prediction. Disappointment. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was. I, I swear at the beginning of the year, I was adamant that this wouldn't happen. And yeah, it has, and I feel like this is like the beginning of me starting to consider. Well, I think it's time for me to give up my relationship with Nintendo. Really? Yeah. Meaning what? It's I don't. Be more I mean, of like, a fuck with buddy? that said, you know, I'm. A, yeah, I. I have. I have. A, I have a young a young child, another one on the way, and there's no better gaming console than a Nintendo system to get kids into video. Then games. games. <laughs> Um, it does need games, but it does have obviously all the backwards compatibility, all the, you know, it's, it's a, it's a great library of old Nintendo games that I know are already great. Yeah. It should be a million times better. I mean, uh, it look, should I, have, it I should have way Nintendo, more old games on there. I gave Nintendo their idea. What was that? What did you give them? It was like $11 a month, whatever Netflix is, whatever anything yeah. is, you get unlimited access to every game that's ever been on NES and SNES. And on top of that, you get a, free, a 64 and a Wii game every month. Yeah, or like, yeah, like, I a, get like, like a, a PS, PS Plus, PS Plus kind of thing. But on top of that, you can stream any other video game on demand ever from their own catalog. Mm. Like, they just need the infrastructure. The thing is, they probably can't support that. There's an idea. Take it, Nintendo. Have yeah. a, ha, I'd pay that. I'd pay $20 a month for that to have access to every Nintendo game ever the, on my portable and my TV. There was amazing crackpot rumor because uh, we're going to be talking about PlayStation later on because. Uh, you know, everyone I know that has a Wii U also has a PS4, yeah, including us. I mean, it's um, one of those. That, that's what owning a Nintendo is now. You have to have another it's a secondary console, console, yeah, because it misses out on AAA. Title. I mean, there was that sad image that I sent to you the other day, and I was like, yesterday, and I was like, man, this image bummed me out. And it was um, like, and look, we love Nintendo, so we follow it on Facebook. Got any problems? Didn't think so. <laughs> But it was an ad that came up and it said, um, Pocket Card Jockey has galloped onto the 3DS eShop. Free demo is also available. Had no likes. And the top comment was, every other platform gets games like Battlefield 1, which was just announced that day or something. Which is an incredible looking futuristic, not futuristic, it's, like just a, it's fa- a very, yeah. very modern looking, take at an, an, an yeah, old-fashioned World War One game. Uh, people that made ba- ba- uh, you know, Battlefront and stuff, like an immersive first-person shooter and... Uh, it says, and we get Pocket Card Jockey. 
for fuck's sake. Yeah. And it's just kind of like that <laughs> is being a Nintendo fan. That's it. I have heard good things about Pocket Card Jockey. But, but again, it's, it's just one like... one of those quaint, weird little Nintendo games. But it's also like that's what Nintendo's choosing to sponsor as they're like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, they just, haven't got anything else. That's the, that's the problem, right? Is it, but do you do Pocket Card Jockey? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you do. I don't think you do. Um, so there's a rumor going around now that um, so we'll, we'll find out at E3. There's this uh, PS4.5 rumor, the Neo, the, the Nexus. No, oh, the Neo. Is it the Neo? Yeah, That's right, the Neo. The Neo. That's right. Because um, Morpheus was the name of the um, PlayStation VR. That's right. They're yeah, using yeah. all Matrix code names, so the next one will be Trinity or something. Well, someone um, there was a bizarre. I was listening to like an IGN podcast, and someone like put forward this crackpot rumor that, that rumor that, that, or that, theory. That theory, you're right. Crackpot theory that uh, that the Neo, the N in Neo, stood for Nintendo. No, and this is going to be like a bridge system that 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 the NX, so the NX and the Neo join forces, and the 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 PlayStation NX is a thing that you clip to your PlayStation Four to play Nintendo games on your PS Four. <laughs> I mean, do you think we would we could ever live in a world where that's possible? Yeah, it was called 1994 when the PlayStation was developed for the Super Nintendo. Wasn't that on? That's right. I mean, isn't that all that is that all that story Sony is? Ha- no one hates Nintendo more than Sony, right? Because of how badly that that ended up. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not going to happen. But things that could say it, it could happen: Japan versus the world. I mean, you know, Nintendo and Sony are both Japanese companies. Yeah, uh, I'd say they've got a lot more in common than this than Xbox and Sony do in terms of, you know beliefs in terms of what they do but there's no no it's not happening i mean it's already said it's going to be this like you know it's going to be like one of those souped up not souped up but you know just every every playstation has always had a second model yeah this one's gonna well, it's gonna be catering to like people that have 4k televisions 4K. what does that even exist in australia yet? yeah you could like, no, no channel is in 4k or anything i think it's right. just like i don't even think blu-ray is so we 4K. should get one is that what you're saying we oh, 100 we're camping out and Sick. interviewing yeah. everyone in the line <laughs> but yeah that's not happening uh at all Cool. Um, so, the Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo, so they, man. They've said NX is going to be shown in what less than a month now. No, they're not going to show NX. You just E three is coming. We're going to the only dedicating the only thing we're going to see at E three is Zelda. Nothing else. Which they, they've never said that. Well, I don't. Who Were knows? You? I don't. Know, apparently, that they're doing a Nintendo Clubhouse, which is when they kind of show off all the games and playing it. But it's an entire day of Nintendo Clubhouse Treehouse, sorry, um, and it's just. So the Zelda game, sure. so just hours upon hours of a Zelda game being spoiled for everybody. Man, I mean, I want I, all what, I want is a trailer. Just show me the Zelda what trailer. What bums then, me out? They were just saying how important the gamepad was for this new Zelda, and you saw footage of Miyamoto playing. Um, I forget. Oh, with a uh, is it Koji Aoma, the yeah, produ- yeah, the Zelda director producer, saying how important and uh, integral the gamepad is, and this game couldn't, you know, this Zelda can't exist without the Wii U gamepad. They're going to put it on NX. So that either makes me think that was just all hyperbolic bullshit. Well, so. I mean, but we've played Wind Waker and we've played Twilight Princess and the and the, the gamepad integration is actually really fun and good. Oh, but I'm saying like, was that now are they just saying, was that just, you know, that, what, what bums me out is if you commit to that theory that it's integral to the gamepad. Like, think about Mario 64. Like, the Nintendo 64 controller was reverse engineered to suit that game. You know, the C buttons were traditionally always supposed to be camera button for games. That didn't mm. last... Outside of, I guess, like the launch titles after Wave Racer and Pilot Wings and Mario, like that was intended to only be, and then you had A and B as your action and whatever button. Like, 
there's always been a game which uses the, the latest Nintendo controller. You know, like Mario Galaxy, for example, was built solely for the Wii controller. Yeah, of course. You but could just, argue that Mario Maker is is the one that was used. There you go. For the but, oh, absolutely. I think that's it. Completely. Yeah, that 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 hits the nail on the head. But you couldn't ha- you couldn't play that game on any, anything no. else. No, not at all. Um, maybe the PlayStation Neo or with your <laughs> iPhone. Uh, who knows? But what what burns me out is you know. That was making out that this Zelda. Well, I t- kind of took away from it that it's like solely relying on this gamepad. It's going to be such an experience. We need to use it, and you know, Nintendo Land with the arrows. Like it was probably all demoing. You know, just getting ready, testing how people would play Zelda like it. And now that it's jumping to another console, which we don't even know what the controller is. What bums me out is it going to be another gamepad type controller? If they're just going to be like, here's the game, or something from the ground up, and it's like, you know what? This game doesn't really need the gamepad, and either way, bums me out. Yeah. Do you know what like I mean? We're supposedly getting this this new Nintendo console in in March. That's um, ten months away from we now. We know nothing about the console, but all that said, Nintendo also has just been lying to us about every date re- re- regarding to Zelda. Yeah, I can't believe them. But at like, all. which makes me kind of go like, oh, you know, at least they're completely finishing this game. It's going to be a perfect Zelda game. It's going to be bigger than any Zelda game we've we've seen before. Blah blah blah. Like, I still have hope that I, I mean, it's. Almost guaranteed that that game will be good, but that said, all, every game that Nintendo have put out on NX and 3DS in the last year Wii U. has been sorry. Uh, what did I say? Wii U. NX. Yeah, NX. <laughs> no, no, you're just saying what we'll be saying next year when yeah, we see exactly. their launch title slate, and it's like Nintendo Land Two, Nintendo World. But all the games that have been lousy, like since Mario Maker, like it's just been a, a real shitstorm. Man, like you, they ended last year with like some like their worst reviewed games of all time like this lousy uh, Animal Crossing board game I was just going to say remember last year's E3 on Nintendo Direct where it was like we're announcing you know all these things and it was when we got fucking Metroid Soccer which that's that, that's like one of the few things we have looking forward to oh, no, to come I'm, out this year I seriously? know we're not going to get it but like there's like three games coming out in the, in the next four months it was like Metroid Soccer whatever it's called Force Federation Animal There's- Crossing, and everyone's like, great. We an animal- Oh, no, but it's a shitty board game. We need cards and stuff. Mario Tennis, which Mario got like, just like below average reviews everywhere. We got like a port of um, the the Zelda um, Hyrule Warriors thing to, right. to 3DS, which doesn't even work yeah, on your regular you to, 3DS. You need to turn off 3D, and it only works on new 3DS, which Shock- is okay but, but for me, because can- I keep buying consoles. Yeah. See, I haven't got a new 3DS, and I think that's telling that I am. Uh, I'm ready to give yeah. up this fight. No, it really is. And the uh, there was another one. Oh, and just like sometimes, like what I don't get is people love Kirby and people love what like a great Kirby platformer. But we give them one where you're just a ball for the whole game and you draw. No, but that, that, that's actually a million times more fun than a regular Kirby. Is platformer. it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I saw the that. I was just like Canvas Curse so on 3D. On no, the not 3DS. Canvas Curse. The the plasticine one they made from. That yeah, but that's a sequel to Canvas Curse. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. But you just I think it, was, it just reminded me of like a Marble Madness game. Like I think you were just rolling the whole time and you had to go through levels. Yeah, like, exactly like Canvas Curse. Okay, to yeah. me I was just like, no, I want to play a Kirby game. Like that to me just looks like. No, but have you played a, a Kirby game? All Kirby game. games are bad. No way, man! Kirby's Dreamland one and two. Yeah, but since, since but like since then, like at the end of at That's the end of every like at the end of every year or at the end of every Nintendo console life spot cycle, all you get is crappy like Kirby platforms. Kirby games, yeah, right. Um, That's where my Kirby ends. I mean, what would you say? Yoshi's Woolly World was the last great one. Oh god, I love that game. Would you so, say that was it? The last great? Well, no, that 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 came out before Mar- um, Mario Maker, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mario Maker is the last, because I bought, I got Star Fox, 
That was my like. Well, that's what we're leading to. Yeah. That's where that. I mean, let's talk about Star Fox. So I Star mean, Fox Zero was a, a game that just got more and more disappointing the more we found out about it. It was originally announced at E3 a few years ago. I and mean, I had my sight set on. I I memorized Star Wing as it was called in Australia. I'm sure I've said on this before. On uh, on SNES. On SNES, like I memorized it. Like I started playing it sometime. Like I'd have movie like type of. Ro- I I would play it scripted in my mind. I would know when to like do certain barrel rolls like just to suit my storyline and stuff and i played every path and you know you had to start from scratch every time you played it too because it was yeah. no save so it was always an investment and i loved lilat wars i was at the right age for it there was a there was one on ds where you used it was kind of weird Star Fox command yeah where you used the uh stylus to, to like kind of map out where you're gonna go and it was okay it was again that one. one of those games where if you had an original DS, it was hard to play because it was heavy as fuck. It was like making a sandwich on um on a, on a car tire or something. So I, like, I played Star Fox Adventures on GameCube, and we've talked about it in the past. And yeah, that was like, and you game, hated it. Well, it, it's a game that starts off you like, oh yeah, this this could be good. It's not really a Star Fox game at all, and then it's just the most broken. Zelda clone. Well, look, one of my dear friends contacted me after that episode, actually, and was like, hey, man, you were right. I I, I thought that game was good and not not a shitty Zelda clone like Levin's did. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm glad we spoke about it so we could finally... uh, Thanks for that interaction, guys. Keep bringing it back. Oh, really? Wait, so they actually did did like it? Someone messaged me, like a friend of mine. And they they played it recently? It's no good. Have you played it recently? Yeah, I I hooked my GameCube controller back up to my Wii like a few years ago and and played on my old GameCube. I mean, at the time, I think it had like the best... In looking game, right. Right? It's my favorite gameplay. It was mechanic. the last, I, mean, I know it was the last rare game, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that said, uh, there are it's the we're going to be talking about PS4 games later, and I've been playing ra- the hell out of Ratchet and Clank, and uh, that feels to me like Star Fox Adventures done really well. There you go. Put that so, on a yeah. <laughs> grab that pull quote and whack it on a um, PlayStation game magazine. Jumping from planet to planet and shooting and stuff. It's good fun. Um, what were we talking about? Star, Star Fox, baby. Star Fox, baby. Star Fox Zero. So this game, uh, the preview we saw of it last year. It E3, looked like Lilat was. Like, it looked like really, really bad graphics and sim- like very simple and sparse. I mean, the and- thing with Star Wing and St- sorry, Star Fox and whatever you got to... Re- I'm like a kid who saw a... Um, a mo- it's like I saw Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone in America, so I keep calling it Sorcerer's Stone. But the thing with that, like it was stylistically polygon like you know sharp edges because that's all the console yeah, could the produce limitations of the console so much like other characters like you know mario the mario character model at the moment isn't like a an angular model like he is in mario 64 so i, I kind of assumed that perhaps you know with star wing what star fox fuck i've got to stop saying that. star fox <laughs> it, would, it would evolve and also you know well, obviously retain like it's not like mario now wears a leather jacket and like a baseball cap that says fuck you dad on the back like he still wears the mario clothes and he's identifiable as mario but he's obviously changed over time to to suit you know needs and i i i too thought maybe the star fox you know graphics and enemy designs and everything along with it would but it turns out no it's still super angular well i mean so all of these things like yeah like the you know the story the 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 graphics they're not great. They're not terrible either. They're they're, sure. they're, they're passable. It's it's it, it would be fine. But for a AAA title on a twenty sixteen no, console, it's all overshadowed by the worst control scheme of all time. Trying to you basically you have to aim. You have to basically look at the the the, the gamepad and your TV screen at the same time now look, to get to make the most out of this game, and it is just it an impossible feat. DS. 
because it's tiny and it's in your hand, it's in your field of view. Kind yeah, of works on a DS. Yeah, but I feel like there were very few games where you had to look at both screens at, at so the same time. So you literally have to do it at the same time. It's you like, have, like you, they, they, you have to aim your gun with the control pad, the motion of the control yeah. pad, and then you have to fly at the screen, through, the TV screen. Like it, you have to kind of you, it, you have to do it with what works to you, and you've got to constantly reset it. And it's a really like a, apparently if you if you get through the game enough, you get used to it, and it becomes shouldn't have fine. To. That sounds so un. But the, the thing is though. The game isn't that fucking good, so you don't want to play. So it it's again. like, I like it's this difficult control skin that you have to master for a mediocre game. Why would Nintendo go with that? I mean, ev- I, I didn't want to believe that it was terrible, and thought that, you know, I, I always like to give Nintendo the benefit of the doubt. If they say you should play the game like this, I won't revert it to like classic controller or. I'll give it a chance at the very least. You give it a chance, and I always do that. And you know, with Splatoon, I liked using the motion control. I thought it worked really well. It was very subtle. It was awesome. It was like yeah. slight tilts, and it was you know, it did. You didn't have to reset anything. It was uh, super well done. When I heard about Star Fox, there was no other option, is there? No, it's just like they don't let you do anything but this ridiculously difficult. And so if there was another and option, I'd be like, oh, I'd give it a try. Like you know, the classic option, just yeah. to see. And but, it, the thing is that it wasn't, this wasn't actually developed by Nintendo. It was developed by Platinum Games. Well, I found it weird that there's not this other option. I mean, were there... I would have played it probably felt a bit bad that, oh, Nintendo want me... Sorry, like, I mean, obviously Nintendo have a lot of input in the game. They want me to play this convoluted control scheme. Maybe I should give it a try. But the weird that there, it's weird to me that there isn't a choice to play like a classic yeah, control thing. Like, it totally that's sucks. That's super weird. I should bring it over. Apparently, the co-op mo- mode is really, really good. But you shouldn't have to play Star Fox as co-op. She's about to sit down and play. No, totally. I know, but I'm trying to get, you know, I've spent $100 in this game. I want to at least get the most out of it. And that said, if you buy the $100 deluxe version, which I did because I'm stupid, um, you get... We're spouses. We suffer from spousal abuse. I really wanted the box art, the box version of this this tie-in game called Mm -hmm. Star Fox Guard, which is like a tower defense game. Um, Shiggy sh- showed it off a few years ago when he had that big robot game, and which this, we're never probably never going to see. Never come out when they yeah. gave him his weird little corner at an E3, and we're yeah. like, "Go on, we've still got this 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 Yoda that lives with us." Like that, you know what I mean? They kind of use him as like a charm now. It's like, yeah. look, he's in the corner playing his funny games. What's he into now? Gardening or is it like <laughs> swimming? Let's find out. And it was that tower defense game where it was kind of like. You use CCTV type of... Yeah, so you have nine different cameras that yeah. are all aimed at different parts of this. You know, you're in a box, basically, and there's a maze within the box, and at the heart of it is like a, you know, like your you know your your heart, mm. and you have to stop... You have to stop robots from coming in and destroying your base. Yeah. And your... The, all the, every camera, you tap it on the screen to change different camera views, and your cameras can also shoot these robots. It's really, really fun... And just like such a simple, great, classic Nintendo idea. It's got nothing to do with Star Fox, except they've kind of reskinned it, I guess. Is. Well, it works as a Star Fox game. Like, they tied in really well. And if you scan an amiibo, um, you get assistance from um, either Star Fox or um, uh, Falco, which is really cool. Like, they fly in and shoot all the robots away from yeah, you nice. if you need help. Good thing but, I gave you that Falco Yeah, thank amiibo. you so much for that, Doug. Um, um, but what's funny, I just realized that Star Fox seems to be the go-to for Nintendo when you've got to reskin a game. Well, I just in those two examples. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's kind of enough. Weird. You're right. It's just like that's enough. That's more than once. It's kind of like, oh, I mean, the Animal Crossing pl- game game was probably a skin as well. Yeah, you're right. It was probably some shitty Mario. And party. maybe maybe Mario um, Super Metroid Federation Force as well. Yeah, fuck. I mean, it, it goes to show we just have no idea. With um, Star Fox, so I was reading a, a, a review about it recently, and they were like, oh, the gist of it was. 
Nintendo kind of treat this as a classic, classic franchise. But truth be told, no one's really played it outside of... No one had a chance to play the classic version since Lilat Wars. Yeah, well, they... they, they was like 98. And they, they, and they, they appear they in Smash about, Brothers, that's it. Yeah, and the, but the thing is, they, they, they're regarding this as like a revisit to the classic days of, of, of Lilat mm-hmm. Wars or Star Fox 64, it was known everywhere else. But they've already re-released Star Fox 64 on the 3DS. They, they, yeah, they did an they HD version. They did a remastered version. version or, you know, 3DS version. So... It, there's just there's no cool new spin on it at all. It's just like this. It's it's inferior way to play a game I've already played. Now one of but the with all these awful new modes and blah 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 blah. Star Fox Guard is cool. I will put it out there though. One of the biggest c- complaints I heard was when you enter boss battles, the camera kind of pulls back, and you start circling things, and it's impossible to control. It's impossible. Like it, it was like so frustrating. Me. You know, I, I still didn't really die. I mean, and it was just like, you know, just doubt, you you know, when you're like, am I bad at this game or is this game bad? You should never think that while playing a Nintendo, like, approved game with Nintendo. Like, you should never have to assume that. And like, yeah, when you buy like one of the, one of the big, big games that that Nintendo puts out, like when it, when it gives you a challenge, you go, all right, I need to master this challenge. Yeah. You know, I've gotten every star in a, in a 3D Mario. Oh, we've done it for every Mario game. I know that. Yeah, I, I just this is just like I, I've I played the first four or five levels and I'd never want to play it again because a, like the same week that Star Fox Zero came out, Ratchet and Clank came out on PS4. Um, let's talk about Sony for a little bit uh, because Uncharted came out this week as well. We should talk about that because we've both oh again to it. Ratchet and Clank, I think, is going oh, to be my favorite game of the year. I was going to say, is that it for you, Nintendo? Now, no, no, no. We'll, like we can this, come back to Nintendo. Oh, we'll come back to it. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, but I just want to. I want to talk about something that I'm really, really happy with because I don't yeah, want to. Do I, I don't want to do it on a Batman v Superman episode where we no, just but you know, doom and gloom. These are therapeutic, and people seem to like us complaining about things. <laughs> I, I, sorry, what I was looking at them was this Star, this Star Fox game, Star Fox Assault. Did you ever play that on GameCube? Yeah, was, that was the one that came. I, I'd never had that one on GameCube. No, and. It was developed by Namco. That's right. what was weird about it. It was not like a Nintendo publisher. It was because a lot of people are saying this. Not a lot of people are saying, but it's just funny that Rareware, Namco, and who, who did? Star- Platinum. Platinum. So it's almost like Nintendo don't give a shit about Star Fox. Like, they're not, like you can't see them giving Mario out to any, any other kind of publisher or... Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, even... You know, or they gave Metroid, sorry, you know, for... Well, yeah, and, they, and you know, like the Zelda remake that was done by an Australian yeah, company. Yeah, I don't know. That's really interesting. Oh, no, but with HDs, that, that always seems to yeah, happen. Yeah. They kind of send Well, but that so. wasn't the case with, with Wind Waker. Um, mm. but, oh, that was in-house. Yeah, you're right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and there are a lot, a lot of their main core teams haven't put out anything in a long time. Like the, like the, Just, team, the team that did um, Mario Galaxy, mm. they did 3D Mario World and then they haven't done anything since then and it hasn't been announced what they've been working well, 3D on. 3D Mario World was great, but it, to me, it's, just, it's such a step back from Mario Galaxy. It's like, after Mario Galaxy... It's just a different thing. And we should have had the equivalent of Mario Galaxy uh, as well. I'm but hoping one of the launch titles for NX is Mario Galaxy I, I, I feel like that's the only way you restore my faith in Nintendo, is if the, 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 the launch lineup for NX is just everything I want. It needs a Mario game. It, you know, we've already got... We, we know we're getting a Zelda game, but yeah. also give us that... Like, give us the equivalent of Star Fox 64... Sorry, of, uh, of Mario 64. Mario, the best launch title of all time. Mario 3D World was great, but I just found it was like such... Every think of Mario from Mario Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario World, even Super Mario World Two. Like everything adds to it. Mm-hmm. Even Sunshine added to the Mario sixty four formula because it gave you a shooting thing, and 
it wasn't crazy. It wasn't, you know, that, 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 that horrible thrown around phrase. It wasn't revolutionary. It was evolutionary. Um, then, then, you know, Galaxy came out and I'm like, oh, that's kind of like the true sequel to 64. Like, this is amazing. Never played a game with this type of thing. Gal- then, uh, Galaxy 2 is probably my favorite Mario game of all time. Yeah. I, I've still got a soft for one. Like, I think I, I don't really differentiate the two. I mean, one thing I liked about one more was the hub world and the, I found it a yeah, bit more definitely. exploratory, whereas two was post um, New Super Mario Brothers Wii when it was all about... Hey, new Super Mario Brothers is this thing where you love picking a level like the old, and I think for some reason, you know, they. they I, I get that. Yeah, it was that said. The hub level in Super Mario Galaxy is still pretty entry level. Entry level, but it has one of my favorite pieces of music for any Mario dun, game ever. Dun, 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 Just so good. Yep. Yeah, stunning. As you know, they had their. Or- it was the first time they had a like live uh, orchestra score and stuff. So I, I have. I will admit to driving home oh, with the uh, Mario Galaxy same. soundtrack playing. Huge. I got an amazing double disc compilation when I was in Japan yeah. of like celebrating um, 30 years of Mario. I got a torrent of it. It's fantastic. Dude, I listened to it on the rec. Yes, so good. Uh, but then when World came out, uh, 3D World came out, it just seemed to be a step backwards. It was again that kind of trying to mix classic tropes for perhaps new or family gamers without blowing anything out the water. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a sequel to, to a 3DS game. So it yeah. was, yeah. And, and it added a lot. Like, I mean, that... it. It, what it really did was pushed forward like multiplayer multiplayer exactly like, and that was cool never, yeah really really cool that's that I didn't take advantage of it very often yeah because, I mean you know we're, we're, we're getting we're getting old dog. we're getting it's, old it's hard to play multiplayer games in the same room as someone when you're yeah when you're old and dudes. also Nintendo are absolutely you know allergic to doing good online mm. Mario so, Kart was really good online the only, yeah. and Smash Brothers is good online too and I'm going to say Pokemon X is but I'll save that for another day <laughs> uh, yeah it just seemed like it was kind of a stripped back Almost like two, I'd call it like a too safe Mario. Mm. So I'm, I'm for some reason treating this as like the remembering the Wii U. I get it, but man, I, I would still put it in my top three um, Wii U games. I think we should do oh, that. Yeah. We should do like a, a yeah, we will. We'll Actually, do a pull one out. Pretty easy, but we'll do a pull one out for Wii U. Of course, it has to go on your top three. Like, what, I mean, there's there's really nothing else. Like, no, it's like, I I would have trouble even whittling down to a top five because you've got like a, like Mario Kart yeah. probably is e- easiest number one. Splatoon that with the best DLC that they, that, that, that mm. Nintendo and maybe any game in the last few years has ever online, done. Someone pointed out something, just kind of highlighting the Wii U as you know its lifespan. And if you go to Metacritic, the highest rated game at the moment on there is the second DLC for Mario Kart. Huh. Like that's considered the highest wow. reviewed thing on Wii U. <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, that's <laughs> that came out two years ago. It almost. is exceptionally good though. It's also almost, it's like, it's like you know, t- 24 months old almost. Um, Splatoon, I would put up yeah. in, the, in my top three as well. Yeah. Mario 3D World. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Smash Brothers as well. Yoshi's Woolly World. All great games. All great games, yeah. Um, Mario Maker was, I, I, I've had a desire to go back and, and, and play it. Rayman Legends was really, really yeah. sick. So um, that was another disappointment in the sense that it was t- t- called a Nintendo exclusive and then... They were like, nah, fuck it, fam, and put it out on every console. Yeah, but there, there are some, there's always, are some things that you can only do on yeah. the Wii U. I mean, we'll do a proper Wii U remembrance episode. We might, you know, do a visual episode. Yeah, and the, you but, know, and the, and the Zelda remakes are really great. Um, I actually have been. I, re- I recently got a, a stack of new Nintendo Wii U games because the Humble Bundle guys did a, uh, a Nintendo bundle. Oh yeah, that's and right. man, it was like I paid like sixteen bucks and I got so many good What'd you games. Get? Um, I got Affordable Space Adventures, which is this amazing, totally wacky um, indie game where you have to, control a, you have to control a spaceship. 
Yeah. It's like a this rinky-dink spaceship and it's That's all right. falling apart on you and it's really, really different and weird and cool. Is it just Wii U exclusive? Yep. Cool. Um, and then like I got the the Shante games, which are like oh, a yeah. really great, Platformer. almost like Metroidvania platformer game made yeah. by WayForward. Yeah, they're um, sick. Uh, yeah, I got there lo- lots of great stuff, and it's um, the first time it's ever been in Australia, isn't it? The, yeah, yeah. It is it still available for our dear listeners? I think it's is it still on? I think it may have I just so. finished. If, if you're listening, check it out. Lots. Of, it's a very incredibly good value. Did, not, you, just, did you get it? No, I'm just pissed at myself for forgetting. Then <laughs> so you I'm pissed just, at yourself. Yeah, I'm just like, man, I didn't get it. I just realized then. That's <laughs> why I'm like, good. I'm like, shit. Yeah, I don't think I got it. Yep. Uh, oh, it runs out in seven days. Runs out in seven days? Shantae's Risky Revenge, a boy and his blob. Is this the one? What is blob is on there now? Probably looking at a heaps old one. Um, that's the eye candy. Friends of Nintendo. Here we go. That's eye candy to me. Your phone is fucked, man. <laughs> no, you're just not used to 3D touch. What's the, what, well, I'm not, I'm not touching it. No, you're, you're touching it too hard. Oh, you're, weird. You can start differentiating between a tap and a hold down. Oh, man. You linger with your taps. That's what's wrong. You're, you're trying to hold I'm on. I'm a tap linger. What you're trying to hold on to a page before Okay, you've got, you've, got, you've got, as I'm reading this now, you've got five more days to get this. Five days. F- humble Look, bundle. If you, if you, I don't know, if you have a Wii U, you have a 3DS, we've got both. No brainer. It's a no brainer. There's um, Retro City Rampage, as I've already got, is an Huge. amazing game yeah. for 3DS. The Shantae games are always really good. Shantae is just fun to say as well. There's a um uh, an homage to Earthbound called Citizens of Earth, where it it's like an RPG where you uh you play like a president and um oh. like your your political party is like you know your your RPG party. See, look, there's this whole world of untapped indie titles. Yeah, Swords and Soldiers the Wii, two, which I just don't know about. Runbo, which got really good reviews. Like um, Dark Side is two, which is like almost like a um yeah, yeah. A, like a, a really dark version of Zelda. Do they just um, not get the press? I mean, how do we not? How do I not know about it? I'm, I'm, this is probably more oh, about me than anything. And if do you, are you have you ever fondness for the early Sonic games? Love this early Sonic games. Early, so there's one called Freedom Planet, which is the closest thing we'll get to Sonic One and Two. Serious? In in full like eight bit glory, and it's on the Wii U. Now you you've just you know yeah. breathed some life into my blue colored because it's so, so like you know run out of air Wii U over there. These are balls, but sure. Um, yeah, my Nintendo blue almost two hundred thousand people have bought this bundle. Sonic's blue and, balls. And you can choose you can if you want to really make Nintendo suffer, you can just choose to give all of the money from this to charity or all of it to Humble Bundle and none. What did you do? Uh, I, I did like an even three way split. That's that you're a good guy. <laughs> Very diplomatic. You can do the Levens if you want, um, which is three way splits and lingering when you tap. So you gotta go like this, look. Oh, beautiful three D tap. How and fun. Then, but if see if you hold down then that's three D, it pops up. Man, weird. Yeah. Crazy world we're living in. We'll do a Mac update episode <laughs> soon, guys. I can't wait. You guys want that. So yeah, look, Levin's just seriously made me kind of want to use dust off my because Wii U that's again. The thing. Like that, like people kind of fall into this idea that the that the Wii U is like a dust bunny. Because yeah, it doesn't have the attention of that 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 your PS4, your Xbox gets with the Chipotle games, but there's plenty of fucking good games on this console. Mm. Plenty of Nintendo games that first party games that that I, I know neither of us have even put in. Like I've never, I own Pikmin three and I've never put it in in my console. Admittedly, I've got it as well, and I played it. You know, I played I played the first few hours. I love Pikmin. I need, I need yeah, to actually go fun. back and play that. Um, you I know, just didn't and, and play it, took it because you- it came out when I got uh, Wind Waker HD. Uh, and it was when they were saying sorry to people because they lowered the price, I think. So everyone got a, if, an Free older... I, and I got another game called The Wonderful 101, which yeah. I need to finish. That was really great was, as they, well. And they made Star Fox. Platinum Games, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck. They, they did, they did, that was a good that was game. That was supposed to be amazing. Yeah, it is really, really fun. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, like, like 20 great Wii U games. Like, when it's remembered, they'll probably, you know, there'll be a shitty Kotaku or whatever article and it'll say, like, here are 20 games that, and, you know, then it'll probably be remembered as this, like, GameCube-esque Dreamcast. And it's and it's console. the best way to play old Nintendo games as well. Like, the library True. isn't as complete as it should be, but the games that are on there, like, especially, like, brutally hard games, like, you're, st- say... Metroid 2. Say, Super no, Metroid 2. You were complaining about Star Wing. I'm not even sure if Star Wing's on there, but say... So you're playing one of these older games now. You can create a save point. Yep, freeze point, and you can just come jump. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So, like, yeah, it, it means that any game that was previously only playable in one long sitting, you can break up it to your heart's content. Or yeah. if you're playing a super hard level, you can just create save points every second until you get it right. It's almost like you have a um, R4 card for your DS. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shout-outs to piracy. Because it costs heaps <laughs> yeah, to, to maintain it. Yeah. I mean, again, what, another flaw that you just highlighted then for me is the fact that um, the, the library isn't as complete as it is on Wii or something, you know? like Yeah. and, and, and uh, Just or, like, it's so weird when you buy a Wii U and it's like, coming in two months, my, um, you know, Legend Super of Zelda, Mario Link Land. to the Past. What, yeah. And you're like... I've had this, you know, for four, for seven years on my Wii. Why this is this such a... will be the third time I've bought it. Yeah, it's just... Come on, man. Let's get some single sign-in. Let's get some, you know, carrying over. But look, this has become a tirade against Nintendo. You're right. We need to... You know. But like, you know, is there a point? Like, I want to I want to talk about things that we really like about I mean, I'm a Star Wars fan. I went through years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. I, Are these just the prequel years of, of, of Nintendo? Because they've been going for a long while. Mm, yeah, look, it, the prequels had some, like you know, some amazing redeeming points, which apologists but, but like so, me. But same with Nintendo. Well, that's like, what I'm like saying. The last apologists few like years... me go for like great score. Episode yeah. three was great. Like there are always redeeming things, and maybe it's just fandom is you know when there are dark years, it's hard to stick by the losing team. Like you know, so, you know, like a sports team that keeps losing. Like it, it is hard to stick by it when you see the winning team. Yeah, and all your friends are into. But every year for the last 10, 10 years, however long I've been, you know, actually playing video games a lot, um, I will always end the year with at least two to three Nintendo games that I would consider in my top five to ten. And this, Not year, this year, I feel like this year is going to be the first year that I don't 
have any Nintendo games in my top 10 at the end of the year. And that is a very weird thing to consider. Nothing can, I mean, I've not even bought one game this year from Nintendo uh, the Wii U. But like the last thing I got was from you, Splatoon. And that's a game from last year. I had to buy it from you. Yeah. You, 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 you I had, lost so much faith. Yeah. And it's and a fantastic it's a game. game. Yeah. It's a fantastic game. Um, you know what? NX, they should totally, as a launch title, do Splatoon 2. Well, I know that they're doing, as a launch title, they're just going to re-release Smash Brothers with all the DLC on it as like a, a deluxe edition. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. Where, where was this info? This is new to me. Uh, yeah, it was a, a kind of a brushed over in one of their many big announcements um, a few months ago. That's really weird. I think Sakurai said something about it. I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, but that said, like they, they got to bring out their big guns to the begin. Like they've got to get, they've got to get people to kind of get their new new console as like their secondary console from. And, and you know, I don't know. I feel that like just they, seems really lazy. They, like I don't know. I, they've lost people like you and me who 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 just carries on from yeah. from like growing up with Nintendo stuff. They need to get everybody back playing their their biggest hits straight away. That just seems lazy to me. Just I, I not, think it's lazy. It's a bit of a bummer, but I think it's essential for them to do. So that, essentially, like, you know, two launch titles are going to be better looking, better running versions of two to three year old games. I think so. Yeah, that's um, depressing. That's not how Nintendo launches system. They launch with watch me Mario. buy both of them. Like, yeah, watch yeah. me buy both. But you know, it launches with a Mario sixty four, and it's like, but it hasn't done that in forever. Like yeah, you look at so with the Wii U launched with Nintendo Land, which given the barren state of of, of the Wii U now, you're like, oh man, that was amazing. No, you know what? But, I just remembered that it did. I a moment ago I said it didn't launch with a Mario game. That's a huge like launch with Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Oh my god, totally. But it was so such forgettable. a forgettable game. Like, yeah, yeah. I, that's so far from my top like, five. How bad is it that you and I forgot that? Um, and then they did the Luigi U version of it too, which I didn't even get. Yeah, I didn't get that. But um, the, the 3DS launched with... Uh, Super Street Fighter 4. And um, Nintendogs. That was the launch title. I like, mean, Jesus Christ. I yeah. mean, again, that's really playing to your Japan market. Look at like the first year on the 3DS and it wasn't until... Pilot Wings. I remember we were waiting for Pilot Wings. I was like Wings. so excited for Pilot Wings. Fuck Pilot Wings. Fuck that forever. I got the Rayman 3D re-release on 3DS. Terrible? So bad. Is that like a PlayStation game? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, yeah. They're, just, their launch titles are whack at the moment. I was even thinking of the Wii. Like, why the hell didn't the Wii launch with Mario Galaxy? Well, it launched with Zelda. Twilight Princess, right? Or yeah, but again, it... it wasn't a game that was like, wow, it was like, oh, this was for GameCube. And right. It's making me wiggle it. I mean, and it launched with Red Steel. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're launching... Oh, Red Steel Saunders. The- <laughs> Red Steel Saunders coming to a podcast near you. It's- what did, what did uh, GameCube launch with? Because I wasn't there for launch. I, was I can't even remember. Cryogenically frozen. I might have a very wrong, but maybe a Pikmin? Maybe you know, maybe, I, no, you know, was- you know, I think it was Smash Brothers, man. No, I don't think it was. I don't yeah. think it was. Are we going to have a contest of who can 3D touch to Google? Yeah. I'm not even going to edit this out. I like listening to this in real time. No, it's we like- sound just like filthy casuals now. Last week, I listened to their episode and they left a, um, a trailer. They watched the new trailer for Call of Duty. And so for three minutes, you heard like faint music playing in the background. And every just now and then, they're going like, oh, 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 yep. Yep. Lazy. Yep. Come on. Don't Come make on, Dasselo. Here we Listen go. Listen to your podcast here we after, go. Here after we you go. record them. I've got it here. So, uh, not the Sig- so, we're going in alphabetical order here. So, we're up to the Sega Mark II. Jesus. You, wait, you, you did like launch titles for every single video Yeah, there's a wiki video page ever? called... Video- oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. This is... I rem- now, I remember 
this being a launch title. And oh, it's, it's Luigi's saying, Mansion. Yeah. Fuck. And then you didn't, I didn't even see it. I just remembered straight away. Yeah. That was what it was, what and then kind of saying like, you got Mario last time. Now it's his little... And that to me suits the whole ethos of the GameCube. It wasn't like revolutionary. It was an evolution. And it was kind of them doing a little nudge. It also was the second consecutive and the last, as far as I can remember, to launch with another Wave Race. Uh, wave Race Blue Storm. Right. And then Super Monkey Ball, which was kind of like... Whatever. Well, people love that game. That, that, the first Super Monkey Ball. But it wasn't like a Nintendo was game. Beloved. It was a Sega yeah. game, which is kind of, that's what I meant by whatever. But then in the States, it's really funny. Like, this shows you, like, I'm looking at these titles, and this would never happen. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3. Like, it had, like, AAA titles. Oh, Rogue Leader, which was great. That was the level five, uh, factor five. I wonder why I thought Smash Brothers was a launch title. Yeah, I remember that coming later. I, I, I got that much later. Um, and Crazy Taxi was another one in the States. But yeah, just it just shows like, fuck, their launch titles are just getting absolutely out of... Not out of control. They're getting goddamn boring. Yeah. I mean... But then the, the 3DS, 3DS grew into one of the, their best consoles of all. Like, I best, think so. With, like, with one of the most incredible libraries of like, you know, so many I was about so to say, the fact you can play games. 10 years almost of games on that one console. I mean, every time I've gone to Japan, like I was just thinking that uh, standing in line, my dad and I waited two and a half hours to go in a... The the tower of, the haunted tower or tower of terror whatever it is at um MGM sorry at, uh, at Disney World. at, at Disney Sea where you drop uh from that huge tower and it was it was a huge wait and I was like you've got to do it it's super fun and didn't have fast passes and I, just everyone of all that like, there's a family next to me father mother son daughter all playing th- their own 3ds's so great and it's just not and like everyone in line had one and I was just like th- like 3ds is so strong in Japan mm. obviously. Uh, you barely see Vitas, you barely see PSPs, but it's still so, so strong. And I I just think, I don't think it's at the end of its life yet. I still think they'll keep punching yeah, out but games. Yeah, th- there is, I mean, obviously we're getting a Pokemon game by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, we're, we're getting, we're getting Metroid, the Metroid Federation Force. But like that, that basically I'm, I'm going off the back of them admitting to only focusing on Zelda at E3 this yeah. year. They're not doing anything to do with 3DS apparently. Mm. And, and, they're, and they're not announcing the NX. And I mean, the first alarm bell is every Nintendo apologist says, oh, but E3 isn't big anymore for Nintendo. They do directs. It's like, no, no, no. You realize E3 is when mainstream media, it's the only time of the year they give a damn about what the video game world's doing. And therefore, they'll write stories. Therefore, it'll generate yeah. buzz, which will hopefully equate to sales and a company making a lot of money that then can fund their... You know, they're kind of weird gated societal first party paradigm, uh, uh, you know, uh, law that they are unto themselves. But it's weird. And I get that they always play by their own rules, but E3 is really important. It's when like people who don't really follow gaming news know what's coming or at least aware of it because it's published everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's just odd. You'd think, show the NX now and be like, this is the console you need in, te- like, you know, in Well, like, months. just show five minutes of it and then show, f- like, I don't know, then just give us a Zelda trailer. Like, if the- they're unveiling that console as a Nintendo Direct, that's that's whack. It's stupid. That is whack as fuck. They'll I mean, probably do it surprise. on, like, Regis or something like that. <laughs> like, on what? They'll probably do it on, like, a crappy American Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Or, you- like, like uh, uh, yeah. what's the Whoopi Goldberg, The View? The View. Yeah, they'll probably just have a... Have a I mean, it's just it's, it's just odd. I'm just, I'm just worried. And I'm now I'm even more worried that apparently there's this just re-release of a three-year-old Smash Brothers game as a launch title. As yeah, one of them. I don't know. Who knows? Look, I, 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 that, that might be wrong. Who knows? Who knows anything that they're doing right now? Maybe NX isn't even a fucking console. I mean, yeah, that's what. It, that's one thing that I was kind of touching on with the Zelda complaint about me saying, "Well, they, you know, they'll 
pouring in that video where I think you see four minutes of them on a on an open world traveling around saying how important the gamepad is. God, I can't wait to play that game. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> keep keep waiting, pal. Yeah, I know. Uh, God, I can wait to play that game. That's better. It just makes you think. Well, what is the NX controller then like? Will they have a screen on it if they're going to be doing that same map shit? Will they have to? Is it going to be the reverse of what happened with Twilight Princess where? Um, you know, they're kind of having to make it more old school for the newer console for it to have a, you know, that certain features that aren't. Or maybe you can just connect your gamepad to it. Uh, who knows? Fuck, man. It's, it's, it's dire. Uh, We've seen a lot of leaks for controllers. Yeah, they're all fake. They're all, I mean, they're all fake, but I mean, it seems to be this common consensus is that it's highly adaptive because there was rumors that Nintendo are working with, I think it was Sharp, who unveiled a, a new screen LCD technology, which doesn't have to be flat. It can be shaped and can be adapts to anything. So if you were playing a car game, the speedometer and stuff would be on the controller and then it would change. I don't know. It, it's, I, I'm describing it very, very poorly. Yeah. I don't really care about controls anymore. I just want to know that they're no, putting think, out a shitload of games. I think controls need to matter. Because, of course they do, but I just like, oh, more no, but than I mean, anything. Like, like, I remember the moment I saw the gamepad, I'm like, that's not going to be popular because it's big it's bulky i mean yeah, you know I, 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 I agree to like the game you know what nintendo that. needs to do just, just like shock people and it's really funny like they need to release a ps4 controller like their classic controller yeah and be like here it is this is the console that you've been wanting for no gimmicks no innovations which third parties find really hard therefore back out of no you know like that that's we all know why that's one of the major reasons why there aren't great games for Wii U. it's too hard to make an interesting game with the gamepad it's either underutilized and then the, the reviews are like, oh, it doesn't use the console well. And then get developers are like, well, fuck that. I don't have to develop this kind of second game on top of the main game. Like, it would be, I think it would be amazing. And one thing they need to do is be like, here's a normal ass controller that's basically the GameCube controller, which is so adored. Yeah. We're making games that for this controller, which means anyone can make games for this controller. I mean, yeah, that's what I they need to true. do. Yeah, definitely. And that would be huge. And you can see the headlines now. It'd be like Nintendo shock by like going backwards and make, being a gamer's console again. That would be such a cool bit of news where it's like, you know what? Fuck that. They don't care about getting grandparents gaming anymore. No, they they're don't. They're still playing their Wiis if anything. Yeah, they've still got a Wii. The, the, they the only old... bought Wii Sports. That's it. Yeah, they're still playing bowling. Their hips are broken, but they're still getting strikes. It's beautiful. That's oh, they nice. They still play their Trivial Pursuit Wii game. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're still playing WarioWare. But it's just like... That would be such a baller move, I think. Yeah, I agree. I doubt it would happen. Yeah. I'd love for it to happen. So, half an hour ago, I tried to talk about Ratchet and Clank. Sorry, it was obviously, <laughs> um, you know, I wanted to hear your Star Fox thoughts. Um, now for something completely different. Ratchet and Clank was a, um, a, a game that came out on the PS2. Um, and it, and it, you've seen Is it quite... Is it a series? Yeah, it's a series. It's quite a few games, but... Um, you know, you, you, you play a fictional character called a Lombax in space with a robot called Clank on his back. And uh, I mean, it, is this post banjo? Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. And it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, direct kind of response to a, to a 3d platformer that you would see on the N64. Um, and I played one or two of them on the PS3. Yeah. Crisis in time or something like that. It was called. Oh, they're and on PS3 as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. All the, all the way series. through. And so they've, yeah, um, sure. but recently the, the Ratchet and Clank, you know, it's popular enough to get an animated movie, which um, apparently is getting terrible reviews and sucks. Now, but, isn't this why it's weird? Isn't it like the movie is based off the first game and this game is based off the, the first, first game. game, which is also the influence of the movie. It's like, yeah, a remake and they, and they of the kind of make game? fun of the movie from within the game too. And apparently the movie sucks and the game's incredible. The game is, I like, I'm... Game of the year. Uncharted is probably going to come pretty close to it, but 
just on fire, just addictive, super enjoyable, beautiful to look at, and easy, great to play. Not like there's a proper challenge Challenging, in this game, sure. But like, it's one of those games where you know you, you have the, the 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 biggest thing of 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 this game is of the Ratchet and Clank series is just an, an amazing array of crazy weapons and like power ups and customizing weapons. And Absolutely, stuff, right? and, and yeah. it's you know it's it's a pretty kid friendly game. Like I'll, I'll actually like like, actually can sit like on my game movie. and you, you just shoot robots and shit like that. It looks like a Pixar film. Like finally. It's like what they wanted the PS2 one to look it like. It doesn't look like... It looks more like a shitty DreamWorks movie. Hey. But it still looks... Does it look like Minions? <laughs> like, you know, the character design is very fucking lame for I a listen lot of Minions characters. heads. I know that's not a DreamWorks film. I just went there, all right? <laughs> um, you yellow fucks. But, like, it, uh, it, it just plays unbelievably well. Like, it, mm. it's, yeah, it looks amazing. But more importantly, it plays so well and it's... That you you can level up all of the weapons in many different ways. Like you have to collect things to level them up, and plus you level them up just by using them and killing people with them. Amazing. And it's one of those games where you're like, okay, I can go to the next planet, like like I'm, I'm meant to for the story, or I can stick around on this one, complete all the tasks that you're meant to complete on this, like you know all the extra tasks, and then level up my weapons. So when I go to this next level, it'll be easier for me to kill everybody because my weapons are more powerful. Yes. Yeah. And also, there's it kind of you know hits on the, the completionist in you where you're just like, I want a hundred percent. I want to level up all you need my 120 weapons. stars on Mario. Exactly. And so um, now I'm, and once you finished, which I did last week, huge. finished the boss level, you can then unlock a challenge mode, which makes all the levels stronger, except you start from the get go with all the guns you already have. That's sick. And they're all left all leveled up. And that's yeah, cool. It's just, man, I don't know. I, I, I'm so, I'd already gotten two thirds of the way through the story in in second in, in, in half a week in my second playthrough, but then Uncharted two showed up. Four, Uncharted four. Five. Um, what I was wondering, questions about Ratchet and Clank. Did you play part one before? Uh, I have not played this one before. No, I played two, uh, two two Ratchet and Clank games that I got through PS Plus while I had to play at PS. Sure. Um, because I know this is this kind of remake. I'm not too, as as I've never played the other one. I'm not too sure how true it is, or if it's kind of inspired by the first game. How's the level design and stuff? Like, does it feel like an older game? Or is no, it, it feels this... like a newer game. Awesome. And and, and, the, and it, it's very exploratory, which is what I cool. love the most about 3D platforming. It's like there's never a. I think the worst thing about Super Mario 3D World is there's every level is timed. It's on rails. It's timed. You it, can't explore. You can't explore. Or I mean, you I think die. we spoke about this. Like one of my favorite things in Galaxy and 64 is. It encouraged you to learn the level, and mm, you can't 100 percent the game unless you unless yeah, you explore. Yeah, and it would tease parts level. too. It'd be like there's a mountain over there or a tree, and you can't get up to that until you have a particular suit. And yeah, it, it it encourages you to do that. And when you get a time limit, like you know these level designs, as beautiful as they are, they're underappreciated and they remain forgettable. I mean, everyone knows World One One from Super Mario Brothers because it's you know it's. It's, Edged it's, in your brain. It's um, sh- she loves you by the Beatles for video games. It's like the <laughs> basis for popular like gaming, but it's also yeah. When when you've got a timer, you just keep running through, and that's that sounds awesome. To the fact that these worlds and I don't know just sound expansive and exploratory. Like some that's something I've missed in Mario, and I'm you know not to make it about that again, but it's like we have to go to other places now to get that kick. This feels like just like the most logical progression of a classic Nintendo 3D platformer. Nintendo, if you're listening. Just make a console with a normal controller. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like such just a make fun it... game. And 
you've got a copy. You need to play it ASAP. It's like if the iPhone came out every duration, they're like, oh, the touchscreen was great, but now we're going to add buttons and stuff. It's like, don't, just it, if it's fine once, just keep, just, you know, make the insides better. But here's the craziest thing about Ratchet and Clank, right? So, uh-huh. yeah, it, on one hand, it is a remake of the first game, but they've completely built it from the guts up, changed changed all the level design. Well, I mean, the first game is over 10 years old, isn't yeah. it? Like, the, there's the, no the, way... They, they, it's a completely different game. It's a long campaign. There's so much to do. And like mm-hmm. I said, as soon as you finish it, you immediately want to jump back into it. They're selling this game for 50 right. bucks. Why is that? Just a goodwill thing? Like, oh, you might have bought I don't know, it before? 40 bucks in the US. I, I, it's, I don't know. What, I guess because they, they, you know, they're, they're, they're being honest about it being like a, a remake. But that's interesting. But I mean, whereas like Nintendo, Twilight Princess, bucks. and yeah, it was, they make it like full price retail game. I mean, I was just remembering then Last of Us HD came out as one of the early titles on PS4. They sold that really cheap. Yeah. They were like, we know you bought this maybe a year ago. Like it was nowhere near the high end priced, like, you know, the, the new launch titles. Like, damn it, Nintendo, you've got to take a look at these guys. Yeah. And Ratchet Clank is also just a great reminder that, 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 even though Nintendo 64 is, you know, what, what, what people remember the most fondly for, mm. for 3D platforming, PlayStation has always been at the forefront for 3D platforming as well. And, you know, Ratchet & Clank, definitely one of those games. Well, the PlayStation um, came out before the Nintendo 64 as well. That's so, true. I mean, yeah, you so- know, Crash Bandicoot, I remember came out in Australia as Donkey Kong Country 3 came out on SNES. Wow, right. I remember yeah, my sure. friend had a PS4 at the time and I, I was still playing my um, snares waiting for the 64 to come out like, you know, a, a year and a bit after. No, it came out a few months after. Yeah, PlayStation came out like end of 96 here. So, Naughty Dog, who make Uncharted 4, uh, also made Crash Speaking Bandicoot. Speaking of Crash Bandicoot. And uh, they made uh, Jack and Daxter, which Jack are two Daxter. franchises that I really hope, now that Ratchet and Clank has come out to, like, people love this So, I used this to get game. mixed up with Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank for... They're too obvious like, reasons. Yeah, yeah. Like Jack and Daxter is a bit a bit edgier. Um, sure. So the, the Jack and Daxter games are very fucking fun too. Though. Yeah, um, I, I did play bits of one at someone's house once. I didn't own it. I just I want both of those games to make a comeback because that was why, kind of like the, why can't we get a Crash Bandicoot game in 2016? Well, Universal owns it. Activision, I think. Activision, they sold the rights. Yeah. Um, Jack and Daxter would be great. I mean, because that, that was kind of billed as like you know this, this the successor to Crash since they sold the rights or whatever. Yeah, and it's it's super super cool. Like it's like open world, like crazy build up machines, and yeah, that's sick. great shooting. And what's probably happening? Inventive story. I'd again, say it's happening again. It looks like a crappy DreamWorks movie, but like it's still fun. Well, maybe being Naughty Dog with their amazing, uh, you know, their amazing handle on the PlayStation Four and pushing it to its limits would look like a a slightly less crappy Pixar yeah, film. Perfect. Um, but look, yeah, this comes out today. It came out today. Uncharted 4. We got it last week. We've, we've been playing it all weekend. Yeah, I'm, I reckon I'm about halfway through. I'm, I'm a little bit behind, Angus. I don't want to spoil much or anything of, of Uncharted 4. So but we've got to talk about it a bit. We've got to talk about it a bit. Yeah. I mean... God, look. it was so fucking good to revisit this game. Um, especially, I feel like people kind of um, don't remember Uncharted 3 as fondly as they remember Uncharted 2. Oh, it was great. I lo- Uncharted 3 is like two of my, my two all-time favorite moments from the Uncharted games and what's the, that the under the under the when you're in the 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 the, the uh the sorry fuck the 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 flooded boat yes and uh the like guy the goes, i'll see you basically. in hell habibi and then shoots the glass yeah and all the water comes in basically the like poseidon adventure meets titanic <laughs> yeah that was like that's just like yep. i think that and i love that and i like getting lost in the desert 
Yes, that's my other yeah. amazing bit. Yeah. You, you, you know. I even love the start, like you in London. And the other thing I loved was the first time, and it was fu- very fitting because, you know, there's obviously been a huge parallel towards the um, Indiana Jones series. But uh, much like Indiana Jones 3, there was a uh, Nathan Drake Jr. segment, you know, you young you in Morocco mm. stealing stuff and meeting Victor Sullivan as a kid. And, and running away from vicious bugs. Yeah, that's at right. very Indiana Jones and Indiana, Skull. And I thought that was really cool as well. Like, I think 3's got heaps of cool moments. Yeah. And it brought back Elena from 1. Yeah, exactly. And it was a perfect... I thought it was a perfect trilogy. Definitely. So much so that I was like, wouldn't it be nice if they boxed that together and slapped the word, the letters HD on the end of it and sold it on PS4 to get us excited for number four? And God knows they did it. Yeah. Uncharted 4 is just... It's like a celebration of Uncharted and a celebration of Naughty Dog. Can, can we spoil one little thing? Like yeah. The, the, the moment that... Oh, of course. No, we're going to go into that. But sorry, you were saying it's a celebration of Naughty Dog. I mean, what, what do you mean... Well, that's the, that's the part that's I want to spoil. So, yeah, yeah. So this is like a, a light spoiler. So you this this story focuses on the beginning of this story focuses on Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series finally has a normal life. He's well, you know what I Elena. call it? The Incredibles opening. Exactly. Basically, while I was playing it, I was like, "Oh my god, this is the Incredibles!" But this isn't even in the opening. That's the coolest thing. Is like to get to the like the intro to this game, you play through like. It's almost like Chris Nolan, you know what it reminded me of? Like, let's just speak about the first hour or so of this game, because everyone's either, who wants to play it, would have played it by now, but when this comes out, for those that haven't, maybe this will explain it. just on the first hour of this game, guys. It really reminded me of how Chris Nolan edits and puts these movies out. So, I mean, think of the start of Batman Begins. Um, You know, it starts with young Bruce running around, falling in the thing, then being in jail and then getting in a fight. And then it it jumps through time. Absolute Batman Begins flashbacks. And then playing this. I was like, this is Batman Begins. I mean, you start off with a speedboat with a character you've never met before. You're zooming around. It's a storm. It's like perfect storm, basically. You're trying to get to an island. You get shot up. It blows up. You sink into the water. Then next scene, you're in a jail and you kind of got to deal you're in a south american jail no, no you so. missed the, the, there's a bunch of scenes of uh of um nathan drake in the orphanage oh completely sorry then, then there's junior nathan drake again a little bit older than the one we saw i think in no three. younger younger Younger. sorry you're right younger and then his older brother comes to sneak him out of like this um orphanage which looks like something out of harry potter mm-hmm. and yeah you're running away and it kind of you know one thing i love about this like it's never handholdy but it teaches you control so well and so, so naturally well. And like just, you never feel like you're being spoken down to and it does it introduces you to them just like you know one at a time yeah throughout this throughout, throughout telling this incredible story nothing flashes most games when you've got to get somewhere it'll mm. flash and annoy you where this is just like maybe the windowsill will bounce a little bit or maybe you know there's little little hints or a character will eventually go hey why don't you look over there yeah it's, it's beautiful so great um and the next bit was the one i was saying which is you're in you're in a jail which is very reminiscent of, of bruce wayne being in jail i mean you in, start in off in a fist against, it's literally you're in a fist fight and you kick the guy's ass like i almost think it's beat for beat the same and he's like uh maybe yeah there's a, there's a line that's very similar yeah, and then you, you kind of learn more about why you're in the jail. Yeah. Everything's not as it seems, and you basically go on a mission with your brother. Yeah, um, your old, your, you know, your classic your classic Drake antics. Yep. scaling old uh, buildings to try and find treasure. Then and it solve ends, mysteries. You know, it, you know, something happens, and you're like. <gasps> Then credits start finally, and this is most like an hour into the game. And yeah, you're like, I feel like longer, man. Like I, I played this. I'm up. I got up to the 
seventh or eighth chapter, and I really only just got a gun. Now. This is like this is after playing for four, four. You're five literally hours. up to like the second level. It seems like it, to put it in older in Uncharted game, like lore, yeah, like it really takes its time, but not in a bad way. The pacing's great. Loved the theme in the sense it was showing you all scenes from the previous three games. Yes, because I mean the marketing for this they've been very adamant, which I'm finding really weird and kind of cool which they're like this is the last nathan drake game by naughty dog and last nathan drake game like we want to focus on other things after this and i think that's kind of cool rather than it becoming a stale i mean whether or not that's true we'll say that for another conversation yeah definitely down the line considering we're, we're not even into this game and don't know the ending whether it's you know if, if there's a reason why it's the last nathan or, we don't, yeah game. i mean we I mean, also don't know if this game suddenly becomes a pit type pile of shit but yeah uh, you know so far so good but then after after the title then you kind of see nathan drake now and it's just he actually looks older. He's got some grey in his hair. He's got some more wrinkles on his face. I mean, I know that's because the PS4 can render better graphics and yeah, uh, and shit. You, you eventually end up in in his home, but before you get there, you, you there's this just beautiful like moment where you are just doing regular work, diving yep. for a, a sunken. He's gone legit. Yeah, like he's you know, gone it's gone legit in the most Nathan Drake way possible. He's yep. still doing you he's know deep, 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 deep sea diving. Yeah, but, but he's... finding wrecks in 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 the in a uh, Louisiana river. Yeah, and it looks like it's for, um, you know, for like shipping, you know, if a company will lose something shipping, if there was an accident with the ship or the plane, they'll, they'll, they'll retrieve the goods for you. And he's, you know, there's this level of excitement in, in his voice when he's, um, when they're opening up the, the cargo that he's retrieved and then it finds out that it's just copper and he's disappointed. Yeah. And, and it's like not an idol or not a like, you know, ancient. It's just, know. yeah. And it's nice. It's like... The, you realize these characters that you've, I've only spent three games with them. I didn't play the um, non naughty dog Vita um, edition. I didn't play that either, actually. Yeah. No, which I probably think about getting now, actually. But uh, it's just like these characters are great. Like the voice acting, the the acting. I'm not even gonna call it voice acting. Like the acting, acting in this game absolutely. outshines most Hollywood films. It's just it's excellent. Oh, just knowledge. I mean, uh, well, there are some moments in this movie, in in this what I've played, where the the faces don't look very like everything looks amazing except mm. some some of the characters' faces. I've noticed sometimes it's not quite photorealism, which I'm sure they could do. Uncanny Valley shit. For it's, sure. it's kind of like what they do with the Tintin movie, where I find it's kind of like there are things accentuated and drawn out a bit just to remind you that it's not real life, because mm. then therefore. I mean, let's be honest, no one has this upper body strength. Yeah. But uh, yeah, then there's this bit and it's kind of you and domestic bliss. And but it's this really nice moment where you're in what's your attic and you're walking through it and you're picking up all the things he's retrieved from the previous games. And it's like this nice way of reminding you that the games that came before it without just you know, text on screen or showing you footage from the games. And he has like a fondness for these like, artifacts and ah. the adventures that he went on. Like, oh, a lot of people die just to get a hand That's right, some the of blue, this. Yeah, the yeah. Blue yeah, it was <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, you hear someone call you downstairs to, for dinner and you're like, oh, what's good? And then you pick up this toy gun, like a Nerf gun, and you start shooting like the villains from the previous three games, which he's drawn on like, you know, like at a shooting gallery type of thing. And you have, so great. You take him out and then you go downstairs and, the first thing you hear is like the hum of the washing machine and the dryer and you just walk around your bed and you've got like, you know, bedrooms and there's photos of you and this girl, of your wife. Uh, and of Elena. Of Elena. And you've, you notice there's a wedding ring on and stuff. It's crazy. And you walk downstairs and you know, her, she's like a legit photographer now, but she's still doing it. And you sit down and you start eating dinner. But then this moment comes and you, you were ahead of me and we saw each other on Mother's Day. We don't have the same mom, but we happen to be <laughs> somewhere. Yet. yet. And uh, you're like, oh, t- there's this bit coming up which blew my mind. I'm like, what is it? And you're like, you will know when it happens. And I was like, I'm 99% sure I'm going to know. I hope I know. 
Um, yeah, so Elena kind of says to Drake, uh, I don't know, they're, 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 they're eating dinner and then she's telling him a story and he stops listening. Because he focuses on a, a painting on the one of her photographs of like the island from the first game or something. And he's just like, just staring at it and he starts hearing like the ocean and like birds squawking. And he's obviously like, you know, you get the idea he's bored. It's Mr. Incredible. I mean, that's why I call exactly. it the Incredible opening. He's kind of like, I'm not a desk job guy. I'm Nathan fucking Drake. <laughs> I need to go kill some people and get treasure. Yeah. Uh, so then, I don't know. He kind of she he challenges her to play one of her her games. Yeah, and then it and I noticed the PS One as I walked right. in the room because I was exploring every facet of the house. Because another thing about this game, I, I found like it's taken all of the points which made Last of Us like this amazing epic game, and it's brought it into Uncharted. Like I find that level of being able to walk through a house or bigger crowds, and I don't know, just the, the set pieces. Like I think it. While Last of Us took a lot from the Uncharted games, I find it's also taken back some of the better points. Like Agreed. quick action conversations, stuff like that. Now where some characters have dots above them and you'll have to hit a button to chat to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of added these deeper elements, which, I mean, I think Last of Us is obviously a far more mature game. It's like a, you know, like a thriller. I mean, it was R-rated, I think. Whereas yeah, absolutely. this is like more of a, you know, like a, uh, like a matinee rollicking family adventure. But then, yeah, she... She challenges him to the game. He calls it her game video thing. Like, he's obviously terrible at video games. Also, does this set Uncharted, like, 15 years ago? Or do you think she is, 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 a, is, a, is a retro gamer? I reckon she's a retro gamer. Right. I reckon she's a retro gamer. So, Elena has a PS1, and in it, she loads up the first Crash Bandicoot game. But then you hear, like, from the start, you hear the Sony, the classic, you know, with the Channel Orange sound for those yeah, who are, right, yeah. haven't had a PS1 and you hear the, it's got the same screen and he makes fun of it. He's like, when's it starting? And she's like, look, it just takes a while to start off. Okay. Then you hear the, and you see the classic jungle music, whatever that. Yeah. And then she challenges you to Crash Bandicoot and you literally play one of the levels where you're running towards the camera away from a huge boulder and it's, <laughs> The same graphics. And I sucked at and it. You sucked at it. Well, I, I fucking died. I got game over. And then she made fun of me for sucking at it. And you have to use the D-pad, <laughs> not the stick, which is so hard yeah. for running left to right. It was like hurting my thumb. I was like, damn, we were stronger gamers back then. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so fun. So, so great. Like, even though I sucked at it, I just, I had, I think I sucked at it because I was just giddy with, I, 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 you know, I was similar emotions to seeing everything work out the way I wanted it to in the Civil War movie. I was yeah. just like, I can't believe that they, they, they put believe this it. in. It's such a simple, it's a nostalgic thing. Yeah. And but what's it, beautiful, it also was like, this is what we did. This is what the game that made us big about a character that runs and jumps. Now that character is Nathan Drake. And look how far he's come from this, like, you know, short, just jean shorts wearing bright orange, like, series of polygons to this, like, character with greys in his hair paws on his skin playing that game like it was a it was an amazing snapshot of like what the game essentially is a spiritual successor to crash bandicoot you mm. run around jump and you climb things and you run away from things but it was just like how far have we come since then and you're like at once you've come a long way but also at the same time the essence of crash is still in this game you're running away from big boulders like it was just so, it was just this nice reminder that like Naughty Dog have always done things slightly different and cinematic given whatever, you know, technical parameters they have. And it was just awesome. And I was like, that's the fucking moment. Yeah, absolutely. That was yeah, the moment. It's awesome. So, I mean, and that's within the first hour or so. And No, no, no. It's, it's quite a few hours in. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like a couple hours. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm not including like the movies as gameplay, but yeah, it's probably like two hours in or something so before is, the game starts. There is a lot of movie to watch. And I guess some... But uh, it's I, I've had, I have a problem with that in like a Metal Gear game. 
Like I played the um, Phantom Pain. No, 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 no. The one before that one that was like just unbelievably cl- cut Guns of the Patriots. Yeah, I played that with a friend, and I just could not handle how many how long some of the cutscenes was. See, I think it always matters and i know it does for you for this one and maybe this wasn't the case of metal gear like if you like the character exactly you're right you're right um and if you're invested in the story yeah all, whereas, you, whereas when you're when you're looking over someone's shoulder while they play it at their house you're like you, you're yeah. invested yeah um but i mean having uh, said that kojima can make some fucking crazy videos i mean there's nothing that beats the classic closing uh cinematic for metal gear solid 4 which is 70 minute unskippable That's what I'm talking about That's video. what I'm talking about Yeah Like yeah, it's yeah. longer than Most kids films The <laughs> ending to a game Like that's absurd Yeah But also That's Hideo Kojima And Jesus Christ He'll do what he wants Um. So Yeah I mean I, I think I don't think we need to talk much past there I think we, we, we'll, we'll speak we'll, about it I reckon when we finish it Or You know We'll weigh in whether we liked it or not Whether we've just got um, You know Pre-cum eyes right now, <laughs> and after the, I'm just, I'm, it's so great to to just play a triple A AAA game. Like I mean, I know, I know a lot of people don't like how linear um, Uncharted is, but mm. I kind of do, I don't see it so much as linear as I as I see it as just extremely focused and knowing exactly the story and the type of game that it wants to present itself it's, as. It's like a and Steven Spielberg film, perfectly it's, it's Ag- a, agreed. It's a pro, hundred percent. It's a pro storyteller doing what he does best and some people might find it pedestrian but fuck man there's nothing like a Steven Spielberg movie when he's on fire Absolutely. and it's like just little things like the conversations for, even when you're driving a van trying to get to the other side of like an African plane just the the nuance of the conversations between the three characters does more character development than most TV shows or most films like and you're like this is great like and it's it just blurs the lines between you know like a film it's just, it's just, I read, sorry, I'm just like lost for words because I'm trying to put, put my finger on it. It's obviously a video game above all, but I've read somewhere recently, someone summed up and they're like, look, if you think of it as an immersive puzzler, that's probably the best thing about this game. Like essentially it's kind of like labyrinths you get stuck in and you've got to try and figure out the best way to jump to things. Which and is so, so fulfilling. It's so fulfilling once you get to the Especially top when you, when you manage to avoid everyone looking for you. Oh, totally. By like taking the, like, the weirdest path yeah. on, on, the, on the rooftops awesome. away from them. Yeah. And once you do that, it's so rewarding. But if you think of it not as like, you know, a, a hardcore action game, shoot them up. Don't think of it as that. It's like an immersive, I don't know. It's like, it's, it, to me, it's like, it's the natural extension of the Indiana Jones franchise. You know, Definitely. It's, like, it's just, it's so fun. There's romance, there's excitement, there's adventure. Much in it. Mutt's in it. He's swinging. You get to swing with those monkeys. There's a, cause you, you know, there's an unlockable Crash Bandicoot stage, but there's also an unlockable um, Kitty Kong stage from uh, from Donkey Kong Country Three, where you just get to hang out with Mutt and Kitty Kong and just go, Perfect. "What up, fam?" It's wild game. But look, I'm gonna. I'm really looking forward to checking back in and seeing how our thoughts are post Uncharted, because as we know, there's always a turn in Uncharted games where things get uh, a little supernatural. Yeah, and, and either I'm, you're I'm, with it or against it. And I'm always with it because I'm like, well, yeah, it's an Uncharted game. I hate that was that was the one thing I didn't like about Uncharted Three when it turned out to be a, all a psych out. What was the ending for Three again? Well, it, the, all, when it goes all supernatural, it, that just turns out to be Drake hallucinating. Oh, okay. So all this crazy cool shit happens, and then it's like, oh look, oh. I'll give it to them if they repeated the same thing for a third time. It might have been a bit. Yep, this is you know. Yeah, yeah. I love the Yeti in two. I loved t- that, was, that, that that crazy the snow yeti thing was yeah. sick, and you're like, oh shit, there's actually a yeti in this game. Like that that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, I'm hoping something like that happens. I mean, they keep saying it's the final Nathan Drake adventure. I mean, what's going to happen? Do you reckon he's hey? Let's call it now. Do you reckon he lives or dies? I reckon his brother dies for sure. Yeah, he's expendable. 
Um, Sully better not die is all I'm, I'm saying. I'll be very upset if Sully dies. And I reckon Elena leaves him. Yeah, sure. I mean, who was the love interest from two? I can't remember. Chloe? Chloe, yeah. Maybe, Chloe. Yeah, yeah. I reckon she might be. She has to pop up in it because there's, there's a letter you find of hers in the house in, this, in that, you know, in that Mr. Incredible nostalgia scene. Yeah. I reckon oh. she has to be in it. And we were sent um, very, very generously by uh, PlayStation sent us these amazing oh. copies of the game that come Stunning. in this incredible book with art in it. Don't read the art book. Apparently, there's a big spoiler in it. Oh, I haven't. Cool. Great. Yeah, yeah. Did so, you read it? I haven't read it. No, okay, I just, cool. saw, I just did... saw someone tweet about it. I was like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> no, I didn't read it. Thank Christ. Or, yeah, I was kind of like... Because I, I, I really care about this guy. I really want, I really want to experience the story. Yeah. That's um. That's that. Thank you for saying that because I would have flipped through it. It's beautiful. It's it's like a proper bound book. Like yeah. it's stunning. It's not just like a you know great great promo guys. Naughty well Dog done, always goes done. above and beyond with promo. Yeah. Um, I so a friend of mine was telling me who uh, reviewed tech and electronics for years, and I was like, yeah, when a Naughty Dog came, game came in, like it was above and beyond. Like it's better than the retail version, which is never true for any other um, promo copy of the game where it's in a yeah, shitty yeah. thin little, CD little single case. and it's just like, oh, here you go, play that. And you're like, <laughs> you don't want to play that. Yeah, I love box art. Box art's great, but look... The, 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 um, that uh, aforementioned Star Fox Guard box art mm. is so cool and like throwback um, older 90s game. Oh, that's awesome. Almost like VHS box art, like a dr- oh. really beautifully drawn Slippy the... F- Flippy the frog oh, with his I had a question. dumbass uncle. What's his uncle called again? Tri- Grippy. Grippy? <laughs> That's ridiculous. But the art, like, I'm like, you know what? I, I know this is stupid, but it was worth getting the... No, that's not stupid. This, this, this is hey this fam. Art. That's the type of shit we say. Yep. Uh, even though that would have been a perfect point to end up. One question I had to ask, is there like animated movies or something in this Star Fox? Because in all the review videos I've seen, it keeps throwing to like an anime look. Yeah, it's kind of cool. but um, That looks kind of cool. It's very scarce. To... It's not... Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that looks cool to me. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if they just made it look like that for the Dude, whole game? They, you know how like um, when uh, in the early Star Fox games, when the character talked, their mouth would just move. Oh, yeah. yeah. They do that again. Yeah. They don't even sync up the, the mouth to the audio. Like, I get they're doing throwback, you know, and you also get the good luck yeah. at the beginning of each um, That's cool, mission. But, you want... but it's just like, man, I don't know. Like you can't rely on nostalgia that much where you just don't do things don't complete Man. fucking tasks because yeah. you're like, oh no, it didn't used to be like that. Why it's should it's a throwback? Be no, so a throwback is when you put fucks. in like a, a really, you know, a throwback. Good throwback is Crash in Uncharted Four, where it's like Dude, the rest. What an amazing throwback! Where it's like it's the rest so of the unexpected. game looks amazing. It's not lazy, and you get to play it. Fuck, I'm um, enjoying. It. I can't wait. I, I wish I was playing. Yeah, there needs to be a right rapper now. or a producer that uses the good luck sound effect as their tag. I love it. Can idea. you drop that in your next set, please? Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, good luck before the nights kicks off. Or so just before really good songs, when good you know. Luck. It's good. Um, well, look, that was that was a therapeutic video game catch up. There were people that were actually saying, "Stop talking about this movie and and, and talk about video, video games. games." So there we go. Now we're going to get complaints, which are like, "Go back to a balanced episode." Oh, so yeah. Well, Steel was complaining that we don't talk about Entourage and Ballers. Well, look, we need to talk about TV again soon. Yeah. I, I still haven't finished Daredevil season two. I but finished. You've got to finish that, and yeah. I finished it. We've got definitely going to talk about that. Um, I'm locked and in Silicon Valley started. Silicon Valley vapes back, and also I'm locked in horns, or horny horns with gigolos. And I tell you what, I've got a lot to talk about that show. I'm hoping can't wait to find for the someone. Episode of Hey Fam. I can't wait to find somebody who's watching it. We can have on as a guest. Um, I think Henry Stone is watching it. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. When did he start? I'm not sure. I, I saw something he posted a few weeks ago of of uh, a, a screenshot of gigolos saying this is a very weird show. 
Oh, wow. That's perfect. That's exactly who I need. <laughs> Pity that kooks in Melbourne. So, um, because we've been talking about video games this whole time, especially Nintendo and PlayStation, um, I've had a PlayStation every every console since PS2, and I've had uh, a Nintendo alongside each of those PlayStations. Will you continue to do that next year? That's what I want to know. Do you think... Do oh, you, yeah, it's you. <laughs> um, do you think what we're going to... We're gonna We'll we'll probably buy an NX, right? Oh, but will dude, that be Nintendo's last chance? Or no? Look, I'll always get what Nintendo. I mean, unless they stop being Nintendo in the sense. I don't feel like I I'm, 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 I got ripped out of ripped off anything buying a Wii U. Oh, I we could have bought like ice, and that would have been terrible, and we would have lost friends and family. Like you know. We could have spent the same money on something terrible yeah, if you, like man, that. If you want perspective with like the expense <laughs> of, of video games you could have and paraphernalia, like drugs are fucking expensive. Yeah, they're expensive. They'll run you they'll run you a few consoles. They make a couple you a bags horrible of person. Whatever, like, yeah, like yeah. oh not I'm just talking purely the cost of the drugs themselves. Oh, yeah, then not the cost they'll, they'll take on your the entire fallout. life. Yeah, the fallouts. Don't terrible. criticize me for buying multiple consoles. Just be I'm, glad this kid's not on the streets selling drugs to you, like as he's falling down a rabbit hole. Amen, fam. Uh, look, you and I will keep buying them. It would take something drastic like Nintendo going, we're not making consoles anymore. We're not making throwback games. Well, of course you're not going to buy a Nintendo console if not well, going to no, make a console I mean, anymore. It, you know, if like there is a distinct chop in half, like from point A to point B where they stop functioning as Nintendo. Actually, no, they, maybe they would like it. But it would have to be something very drastic where yeah, that, if uh, that was sold to Microsoft or something. I know this is like a bummer of a, of, a, of, a, of a future to think of in one way, but like kind of, I can't stop thinking that like how fucking good it would be if they just made games for a different console. A la Sega. Put, and they poured all of the... Yeah, but the Sega, Sega were fucking bankrupt and shit before they started But they just doing, won't do that. Nintendo won't do that. Yeah, it's proud. the same reason why Apple don't make OSs for, you know, PCs and stuff. Like yeah. their hardware... Well... Their hardware should be integral to their software, and unfortunately, that didn't really live up with the Wii U. Totally. All right. So, well, I don't know. You've been listening to Hey Fam. My name is Andrew Levins. You now can look, find me online, Instagram.com slash levdog or Twitter.com slash levdog. You said you're going to appear on uh, the, the Good Game podcast this week. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, Tommy Dasselow's Do You Like Gaming? Because I sure as heck do the podcast. Um, I'm probably just going to repeat everything they've said on this episode. So you heard it here no first, need to tune guys. in, guys. Don't worry about it. Maybe just send the stems. I uh, can't wait to just hang out with Benny Knox and Adam v- Fennell. That gamer guy. Uh, Look, uh, my name's Angus. Uh, I'm on the internet, Jimmy Changus, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I, I, I'm also on this week's I Love Green Guy at Letters podcast alongside um, fellow Thias Lappers, uh, Demi Lardner and Dan Illich. Very funny stuff. We should do a commentary of us listening to you on that podcast because it's a, it's a, it's a crazy insight to uh to your brain. It's uh, it's you think this is me, guys? Woo! <laughs> uh, also, uh, just want to say the the kicked off the Deep End podcast. Um, very sad. A lot of you didn't show up. It was just me at Ashfield Pool at nine p.m. Uh, I was you didn't escorted. record anything. Didn't record anything. I was escorted out by security. Uh, apparently, they don't like men showing up naked. In a pair of speedos, uh, well, you know, semi-naked with a recording gear at a public pool. So, look, we'll find another pool. I mean, if any of you guys have a pool or even like a wave pool or just like a jacuzzi, let me know. The deep end will be taking off. I can't uh, wait. I bought the domain for you. You've got the domain. It's good. We've already got the merch. We've got the Kickstarter. We've got it all. Uh, it's happening. Oh, also, <laughs> um, so, so obviously you can find us at uh, facebook.com slash podcast mm. or get in touch at heyfampodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, 
we said we'd do questions and answers, but we got flooded and we forgot. We got flooded from one person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, let us know if you want us to focus on on uh, one thing, like, you know, if like you want this. us to do a video game episode and then a movie episode and then a TV episode, or if you want us to try and cover all three of those bases, because I don't know if you have noticed in uh, the many episodes we've done so far, Angus and I like to fucking ramble. Um, but more importantly, let us know if you would like to buy a hat that oh. says, make Nintendo great again. Uh, you know, a Trump-style hat. Yeah, there is a certain uh, pres- uh, Republican There is candidate. a certain president. There's a certain <laughs> president, if you're listening to this in two years, uh, in, in, in eight months, there's a certain uh, Republican candidate who is a certain bit of merch, which has become certainly iconic. And would you get behind a great cause and help to make Nintendo great again? Let us know, because we want to make these hats. And if we get enough, enough interest... We're going to commit to that with uh, the finest of threads ever made. None of that cafe press shit. Yeah, but <laughs> we'll probably, we probably will just do that cafe, cafe press. press. <laughs> but yeah, we, you know. But if, you, if you're down to clown in a uh, make Nintendo great again cap, let us know. Yeah. Put hashtag not make Nintendo great again on our Facebook wall. Please do, and we'll you know. And we'll, all, and, and as soon as we get sixty nine hashtags, we're making it. We'll, we'll go into we'll go into into business, baby. But I just want to say during that recording, there's been a Mitomo update available on uh, my iPhone, and it's. Uh, speed increases. Oh well, that's the biggest, the worst thing about Mitomo's house. Yeah, slow it is, so we'll so. see what happens. Cool. Well, that was the first thing we talked about in this episode, and it's the last thing. Well done, Angus. Another Hey Fam episode in the can. Love doing them with you. We don't want to ever do them with anyone else. <laughs> Thanks for listening, fam. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.